You hear that? That's the awkward silence of a family dinner after you just got caught vaping. Most vapes contain high levels of nicotine and disappointment. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlang. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? Three days, Garrett. We only got three days left. Three days to wait until everything stops. I'm talking are about you, are you the s- kingdom, my good okay. man. Okay, I was like, are you sick? Is there no, something I need no, to know? No, no, no. This is the oh end of gosh. Adrian. Why would you jump to that? <laughs> it's like, Adrian, I, I I, didn't know you were sick, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Three you days before said, the tears of the kingdom. Or something? Yeah, or are you, I, am I, uh, you know... So so wait, am I jumping to me dying? Come on, come on. A completely a completely unrelated question. If you were to, you know, if do you have a will written up and who's I don't have anything. Who happens to be getting all your game collection? Just just curious. Just probably my completely unrelated. Oh, okay. All right. That seems that seems like the right right. choice. Yeah, that's actually probably a better choice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. Um, But if he dies, then you're up. (laughs) Oh heck yeah. (laughs) Did you write his will too? Because that's electric bro- if you were able to. <laughs> you wrote yours and your brother. You just hand him a piece of paper like, here, this is yours. <laughs> don't friggin' don't sign it. this. <laughs> uh, also joining us here in the virtual studio tonight is the number one streamer in my heart on Twitch.tv. It's Selkies. What's up? Hello. I'm uh, just basically here to flame a game and disappear. So it's going to oh. be a good time. <laughs> No, don't sell yourself short. You're here for ah, a good no. time with us. Come on now. I'm, yeah, I'm here for a good time. As long as it's my first time actually meeting Adrian, uh, like not obviously in person, but it's time a real to disappoint, baby. treasure. <laughs> oh, man, you can't disappoint. I watch you guys all the freaking time. There's no way I can be disappointed. Uh, just excited oh, to be well. here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks of course. for stopping by. Uh, I love I'm, I'm glad that you jumped into uh the chat last week when we were talking about redfall you're like i'm playing it right now and it's great because i was like oh okay let's have him on the show next week let's talk more about it once he plays a little more so little uh teaser for later on uh our what you're playing segment is kind of getting rebranded into uh the official uh selks uh redfall review that's right sponsored by super gamer boys um <laughs> it's a oh, long man. title we're working on it we're workshopping it but you might want to uh, save that sponsorship by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh yeah so selkies we we always uh the our guest first time on the show we always kind of give a little bit of like a i don't know an introduction as to who the heck you are, why why you're here, um, and uh, I guess I'm trying to think. We, I don't know. It was it really it was just fate. It was fate, is what it was. One random True. night in 2020, somehow we all stumbled into the same stream, and uh, it, became best friends after that. I, That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, best really, online friends. There was like a yeah. crew of us. Uh, it was with Nate Fletcher, as a lot of you know, Boba Fletch um dan who's also been on the show uh 
trying to think of anyone else from the crew that's ever been on the show. But yeah, there's a good crew of us that would like stay up like till uh, 3 a.m. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Angel and Chizo. Yeah, yeah. They've been on yep. the show. Um, and uh, yeah, we'd stay up to like ungodly hours in the morning playing freaking Secret Among Hitler, Us or Among whatever. Us, oh, my God. Uh, sea of Thieves, like whatever it was. It's like going going nuts. <laughs> Just um, basically all of us getting passively mad at each other, and then we close the game and we're totally chill again. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. Getting to the point where the friendship was about to end with everyone, and then it's like, all right, maybe it's time to go to bed. All right, see you guys. Same time tomorrow? Yep, same yeah, time tomorrow. Same time Sounds tomorrow, like me I can't Mario wait. Party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another friendship ruiner. You, yeah. Like, you're cool, you're having a great time, you're like, oh man, I just got another star. Your friend lands on Boo. Get out of my house. Just rinses you for two stars. And you're like, well, now I think you might want to leave because I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and then as soon as he gets home. So uh, what you doing tomorrow? Hey, uh, do you want to come back and finish that game? We totally just left sitting on because you dip so quick because I was ready to kill you because I made you leave. <laughs> yeah, because I was ready to kill you. I shoved you out the door. Oh, man. So oh. good. So, yeah. Selkies. And you stream on Twitch as well. You did. Uh, once upon a time, you had a very successful channel and then you deleted it, right? Is that what happened? Because, just, so what? <laughs> it's simply because I was getting bot followed and ah, I didn't want to go okay. through the whole rigmarole of like telling Twitch that, hey, I got bot followed because I still my my whole channel just looked like crap because of that. Like I have mm. like three or four people viewing me mm. and then I have okay. like 14,000 followers. So it's like, OK, that doesn't that doesn't track. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't track. So I just. I got rid of it. I mean, if you want to send some of them over here, it might be easier for us to get codes and stuff. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we can put you up our what? numbers. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'm going to tell all 14,000 legit, definitely not computerized fans to mm -hmm, hop on mm -hmm. over here all right, all and right, hit yeah. you guys up because we need Tears of the Kingdom in Adrian's hands. Stat. <laughs> Don't you worry. I got that settled. Don't. <laughs> We're good to go. Oh, man. No, you get an early copy. Don't worry about it. Those 14,000 people will make it happen. Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> wild. Um, but yeah, I I just stream currently. I don't really do anything else. Uh, I'm just kind of placing everything I stream onto a YouTube. So it's just different place, same stuff. So it's yeah. not really anything crazy. Yeah, so you're back streaming. We'll have the links to your Twitch uh, channel in the show description. And you, wait, and you said YouTube, too. Do you have a YouTube channel? You'll have to tell us what that link um, is. Like, I... Right? Yeah, I'll have to get it because I don't have like a personalized URL ah, yet because, okay. okay. you know, YouTube. So YouTube. <laughs> I'll YouTube. figure it out. Exactly. Yeah, so we'll be able to find all that on YouTube and podcast when you listen later. If you're watching live, sorry, I'll just have to figure it out. It's good luck. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, have fun. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for uh, joining us on the episode tonight. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on Redfall later on. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm excited but, to be here. Uh, but for now, today, we are going to be talking about that Phil Spencer interview. Uh, Respawn, working on a new IP, and the Concrete Genie Studio is shutting down. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumple Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, uh, and our Super Gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, where you can support us starting at just $1 a month. Get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, as well as Super Gamer Book Club, hosted by Adrian. Uh, right now, the new episode is Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, me and Adrian just... Uh, Chef's kiss of a, of a series, yeah, not just a just game. Gush over this incredible All the way around. Incredible all the way around, game. great. 
So go check that out. It's worth a dollar at least, maybe even 10, you know, if you're really feeling spicy. Uh, <laughs> 25 seems legit. Well, I'd our, buy that our, for a dollar. Our, our, our highest Patreon tier is 15. But I mean, I guess you can do custom amounts. Go ahead and throw 50 in there. I don't know. Uh, Just saying. <laughs> seems like a cool thing to do. Um, if you're on the fence about supporting us and you're like, hey, is this Super Gamer Book Club really worth it? Uh, you can listen to them for free. Uh, you release them two months later for everyone else. So right now, you can go listen to the episode about Hi-Fi Rush with DJ Trues, uh, the one good Xbox game in the last, like, three years. So <laughs> go. So disappointing, but <laughs> the game is awesome. I was going to say, game not the game. Awesome. The game's not disappointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I meant to say, like, <laughs> that it is the only good one recently. <laughs> Hi-Fi that Rush, is- though, let's go. Yes. It is still currently my game of the year. Yeah, it, is it will end it in my top three. I'm pretty sure of it. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tears of the Kingdom, Hi-Fi Rush, and Final Fantasy. But we'll see. Oof, oof, that's we'll a see. that's a beautiful list, by the way. I'm just going to say, but. not a bad list. Not a bad list. Yeah. Um, and uh, upcoming at the end of this month, we're going to be talking about Super Metroid. We are finishing out the the holy trinity of super nintendo games uh, we did super mario world we did uh legend of zelda link to the past and yep. we are finishing out with super metroid featuring a nintendo cartridge society we're having patrick and mark back finish it all out round it out and uh yeah i'm excited for that one i jumped into it the other day and let me tell you it's fun so far but We'll see. I feel like there's been a trend with the other two games where generally my feeling has been like, yeah, old games are old. I respect it, but they're <laughs> I yeah, it's fine. So we'll see. You I know mean, what? I at least you don't like at least you don't dislike it. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That is completely accurate. As long as you enjoy <laughs> it and you can at least recognize it for what it is, you get a you get a pass. Oh, yeah. sweet. All right. Well, in that case, uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, so be sure to support us over on Patreon to get that upcoming episode as soon as it comes out. That way we don't have to wait two months because that's lame. No one wants to wait. You need it now. We're in America. You get it now. You need it now. Instant gratification. <laughs> exactly. This very second. It's just a dollar. It's less than a yeah. LaCroix, you know? One, um, <laughs> one ducat and you get to hear these two wonderful voices all the time. I mean, come on. Me, me, me. <laughs> voice we'll of an angel t- yes exactly uh we'll talk more about our patreon later on in the show uh real quick here i want to give a quick shout out to drek sriracha and yate for allowing us to use some of their music in the background here uh, if you're listening or watching over on twitch or listening later on podcast services and youtube uh you'll hear this uh amazing music make sure to go uh, give them some support over on Spotify and Apple Music. Links are in the description on YouTube and podcast apps. Uh, Jack Sriracha and Yate, fantastic artist. And Not to so mention, uh, we also have DJ Tr- Oh, no, wait, we don't have DJ Trues, huh? No, yeah, because he doesn't music. put his music where it's supposed to be, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. Not on uh, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And, well, he did tell me he'd send me the raw like wave files that I could play, but I'd. You like, might need to poke him again. Yep. Well, no, he told me he he asked me what songs. I just never did the work to like put a list together. So I did that. Literally, send us the discography. That's that's whatever you me. got. Yeah, yeah. But we'll take it, it all. If it's an MP3 <laughs> or MP4, it's coming your way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you hear that, DJ Trues? Get some tunes our way. No. Um, but go check out DJ Trues, too. He was the guest on uh, the Hi-Fi Rush episode, and he is fantastic. We love him. All right. It's now time to check the mail. 
And uh, as you all recall, you know, that has now been taken over by Super Gamer Bot. Our go ahead and boot them full, on up. Full-time third host since JJ's left. Um, again, now Super Gamer Bots three for three. Much better track record than JJ ever had <laughs> showing up on the show. So, <laughs> thank you, mail, Super Gamer Bot. Mail, mail, They're just sending oh. up all the all the mail bot. <laughs> all right, wow. they're good go. to go. Good to go. Uh, this first question comes to us from Sir Prince a lot. They ask. What's the weirdest item you've seen put on a sandwich? And do you have a go-to sandwich? Hmm. Weirdest item I've seen put on a sandwich is caviar. I don't understand the obsession with caviar in the first place. Now, have you ever uh, tried caviar? I have. Okay. I don't I don't get the hype. Okay. It's not, for not, me. not good. Yeah, I'm Very not salty. Oh, overly. And for it what? Would, yeah. Now, have for you mush. ever had... Uh, like Vegemite or Marmite. No, Let's, but I hear that is genuinely awful. Yeah, Vegemite I, is the I worst. Love, I love Vegemite and Marmite. Oh, dude. That would oh. explain why you like Pepsi and Peeps. <laughs> now it makes sense. The world is in balance now, Garrett. And that you don't scares understand. me. No, you don't understand. This is this is this is the breakthrough that I needed. I've been trying to figure out for years now. Why does he like Pepsi and why does he love Peeps? You like Vegemite. It's a good uh, Of course. When made correctly, a nice piece of Vegemite toast is good. The problem is here's okay, here's the issue. A bunch of dumb Americans, and my, myself included, when I first well, the very first time I tried it, you get a jar and you're like, I'm gonna try this stuff. And you either like lick it off a spoon a little bit or you put it on bread, but it's like a big thick layer on you, bite and you're like, this is death right it's just straight salt straight sodium right into your veins um if you make it like how like so i've had it a second time over in papua new guinea which is near australia they have uh i think marmite is england vegemite is australia if i remember right it's basically the same thing though uh the lady there a friend of ours she made me a piece of toast so you toast the bread Put a nice thin layer of butter on the bread, and then you just put like a thin layer of the Vegemite. You don't need a ton. It's more just to like it's to enhance the flavor of the toast. And let me tell you, that was the best piece of freaking buttered toast I've ever had. Like with a See, little bit of Vegemite on there. I think That's the butter the proper... is doing the heavy lifting in that yeah. instance, though. Oh, it is a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, it's 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 buttered toast, but with an extra little like oomph and like enhanced flavor because of the Vegemite. Like butter toast is already great on its own, but having yeah. that li little bit of spread of Vegemite on there, oh my gosh! I'm like, this is like next level. Like I loved it so much. So I I could not hang with it, man. It was yeah. so it was okay. painful for me. I'll take your word I'm, for it on this one. I'm wildly picky to begin with, but then you put something like Vegemite in my face hole and I wanted to cry. I was like, this is awful. I know awful. I've seen Creed live. This is fine. I can skip this. <laughs> with arms wide open. <laughs> with arms wide open. Um, <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty good. I, the Thank weirdest, you. I don't know. So here's the thing. Weirdest item I ever put on a sandwich or I've ever seen put on a sandwich. I'm, I said this before the show to you guys. I am pro put whatever you want on a sandwich. And you guys told me not you to say that. You better be glad JJ's not here because he would have had a field day with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would have been. I can tell you right now. I got something you can put on a sandwich. <laughs> That's exactly what he would have done. Oh no! I'm glad Super yeah. Gamer Bot would never do that to me. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Uh, there, I will. I will say I agree with you to a vague point. There is most things you can put on sandwiches. There is limitations, though. Absolutely. Like what? Name one thing. The so I guess this will be my answer. Grapes. Okay. I've seen someone put grapes on a uh, they were making a peanut butter and jelly, but they put grapes on it as well. And I just thought that was weird. It may not be bad, but it was weird. Now, I've heard of banana. Banana yeah. makes sense because banana of yeah, peanut butter. Banana and peanut butter. Yeah. Right. But grapes. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to ride with you then because I'm not going to rule it out. It might be good. Now, wait. Are we talking about just a regular peanut butter and jelly or has it been toasted? Uh, it was just regular straight out of the out of the okay, packaging. Okay, so that bread. might be a little weird. I don't know. Because I, I felt feel like, like it'd the be bread weirder. would mash and squish with it. It was just weird. Yeah. I, well, to go off of what Adrian just said, though, I feel like it'd be even weirder if it was toasted because I think like warm grapes do not sound good to me. Like that sounds what horrible. What do you think raisins are? Just dehydrated. I mean, they're, they're, they're super dehydrated, but, they're not but like they're not yeah. hot. There's a difference between toasted grapes like getting, and raisins. But I'm like, just saying, just like he's gonna dehydrate them in it. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, hundred uh, okay. percent, I agree. But like, just imagine like a regular grape that's been sitting out in the sun for a couple hours, right? That's like, you just how pick they it get dehydrated from heat. But, but it's not like fully dehydrated. It's just hot water, essentially. It's just <laughs> it's, weird. It's like popping a grape in a microwave and taking it and popping it in your yeah. mouth. And look it what just, happens? You, you probably, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. You burn your mouth. <laughs> Yo, absolutely. It's just like I'm not a freaking lava. grapeologist. I don't know what happens to it. You think I am Gordon Ramsay or something, huh? <laughs> yeah, certified grapeologist Gordon Ramsay. Uh, my yeah. go-to sandwich is always just a pastrami. If you can make a mean pastrami sandwich, oh, I respect yes. your sandwich oh, shop. Man, and it that. better have mustard on it. I don't know what's going mm. on with these sandwiches in a lot of these places, but they make pastrami and they don't put mustard, and it's weird. That's weird. Is that weird. is weird. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Pastrami or even just like, yeah, I, I guess if I was to order from a subway, like they call like, an Ita- you know, the Italian sub, like that type where it's like pastrami. Uh, I'm trying to think what are, there's like two or three meats there. What are the three meats? Pastrami is one of them. Uh, pepperoni, uh, pe- salami, yes. pastrami, and I believe ham. Mm, I don't know if there's ham in there. Maybe there is. I don't know. Whatever that is, that mixture of those meats. Like good, like provolone or something in there, a little lettuce, like that's fantastic. Onion, so good, super good, super good. A little bit of onion, a little bit. I don't like to go too crazy with the raw onion. Okay, wait a minute. Are you a peppers man? Oh, yeah, you gotta get peppers. Okay, you gotta have to put peppers on basically everything. Pepperoncinis in there. Okay, okay. Some people people are not pepper people. I, I understand your, your, you know, your preference. I get it, but I think that's just the last little, I mean. Adrian, there's two types of Sprinkle people in this top. world. People who like peppers and people who are wrong. That's <laughs> it's just what it is. I thought you were going to say people who like peppers, people who like Peepsy. No. no. <laughs> I mean, that, that we can switch them in and out if you want. Yeah, those are interchangeable by all means. <laughs> oh, no. For me, I think a go-to sandwich is, uh, you guys are in California, so yes. Beach Hut Deli. Have you been to Beach Hut Deli? I know the name, have not been. Okay, they have a sandwich called the North Shore, which is turkey, ham, pepperoni, salami, and pastrami. Oh, damn. And it is just provolone cheese, Italian dressing, 
mayo mustard. It is one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my entire life. So it's life. basically like an Italian type, like Italian sandwich, Just a, but with, that, yeah. with extra ham. I think it's the ham that like... Ham and turkey is turkey. like the big difference in it. Yeah. It's holy crap, is that okay. good. I mean, it sounds good. I, I I shouldn't say this. I was about to say something, but I'm like, JJ would have a field day with it. I love meat on sandwiches. <laughs> you know what? You know what? JJ, this is for you. God, I love He ain't going to listen. He ain't going to listen to it. Don't worry about it. He doesn't it. listen to the show. Are you yeah, kidding me? If he's yeah. not on it, he doesn't care. He's probably at work right now. <laughs> yeah, he's not even caring. Working 20 hours a day. Um, yeah. Uh, I Now I want to, I got to try that sandwich shop. What's it called? Uh, Beach Hut. Beach Day. Hut. Okay. I need to, I, there has to be one in San Diego. It'd be crazy. There's one like there. 20 minutes, 25 minutes from me. Let hmm. me make sure. I'd yeah, like it's, it's just not just like a Northern California thing. Uh, yeah, oh, no, there's, I, one, I there's one in San Diego here. Oh, there's one in Rancho. Oh, real close to me. Awesome. Yeah, North, okay, I got it wrong. Ham, turkey, pastrami, Monterey Jack in Italian dressing. I mean, Ooh, okay. Monterey I'm, Jack. I'm a fan of any and it's all good. cheese, too. Throw all the cheese. I don't even care. I, <laughs> I generally sub uh, pepper jack, though, because holy crap, I just like oh, a little bit of spice. A little but, spice. Yeah, that North Shore is the best sandwich I've had in years. Okay. Man, I had, to, I had to take you take a look into it. I'm yeah, so they glad. got a lot there. So check it all out. It's good. I'm so glad we're answering these hard hitting questions here on this podcast. <laughs> this is, <laughs> on this what, video game. What, what, yeah, what really to the matters? Super gamer boys. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> sandwich, Garrett? <laughs> it makes us personable. All right. Yeah, yeah. I love it. No, this is it's fantastic. I love it. Um, this next question comes to us from Bumple Smash, and they ask, will we get a book club on the Sly Cooper games? You know what? Unfortunately, for this season, we are wrapping up with Super Metroid. Had you got that in maybe a little bit earlier, we could have worked it in. But I will tell you this. It is on. It is pinned to the board for when book clubs come back. So yeah. be on the lookout for that. Okay. I got you. God, Next. even I'm excited for that. Let's be fair. That's going to be good. It's <laughs> not even do, real yet. Do we need to do like a trailer for season two? Next season on Super Gamer Book Club. Maybe not yet. I don't I don't even know what's going to be on it. That's true. I don't that's know true. what. That, that's a ways out. <laughs> you know it's what? Cool, just so. make that trailer look as realistic as possible. Then every time like Super Gamer Book Club and it just says TBD on every slide. <laughs> What are, what are we, a video game company at E3? I, I know, yeah. that's what most video game studios do Just at E3. E3 here, yeah, so. that's all it is. Let's put the logo up and then put coming soon. Metroid and Prime never talk 4. about it again. Elder Scrolls 27. <laughs> yeah, Elder 21, Scrolls 6 24. coming in 2027. We're announcing it in 2018. <laughs> Just a cool couple years out, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Uh. Oh, man. Uh, this last question comes to us from Kajoma01. And they ask, what game would be made better if they just added dinosaurs to it? No other changes, just bang. There's dinos now. <laughs> uh, I so, got my answer. You guys go ahead. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure mine is uh, just straight up Grand Theft Auto. I can't I tell you. I can't tell you how funny that would be because I've been playing that Chaos mod. I can't tell you how funny it would be if you walked outside, boom, Tyrannosaurus Rex just in the front yard. <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> I would I, lose there, it. There has to be a mod that adds dinosaurs. Like they have a mod for everything else. 
How's it not worse dinosaurs? That'd be great. Yeah. I just think it'd be silly. I don't know. Even if well, it was just pedestrians dressed up in those inflatable T-Rex uh, costumes, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> the real question is, why does Rockstar not have them in there already? They throw everything else into the game. That's true. Just make I it a freaking. Yeah, I got a hover bike. Yeah. Got a firework launcher and an alien gun. Give me my friggin' dinosaurs already. <laughs> what you got, Garrett? Um, for me, I I I really miss the old game first person shooter, Turok. So for me, just really put dinosaurs in any first person shooter. Throw them in Call of Duty, throw them in Apex Legends, throw them in whatever. I don't I don't really play that many first person shooters anymore, so I'm having a hard time even naming them. But just any first per- <laughs> FPS game nowadays, throw some dinosaurs in there. Uh, that would be fantastic. I know people are going to be like, oh, just go play Ark Evolved or something. I don't know. I've heard that game's not great. It's not the same. Not the same. No. Not no. the same as as Turok. I want to be able to like stab a knife into its neck and bleed a Velociraptor out. <laughs> you know, just my God, Chris Pratt basically would be so Doom. disappointed stick, in you. <laughs> stick dinosaurs in Doom. That's basically what Turok was. It's just Doom with yeah. dinosaurs instead of demons. Now that you True. mention it, I mean, not as like intense, but as far as like having like the takedowns and like crazy right. stuff like that, like it's not well, like yeah. a like Doom is like nonstop like bullet hell kind of thing where like. You know, you're just shooting the whole time. Turok was a little more like, ooh, try to sneak up on the dinosaur or whatever. But yeah, I'm I really, I just want Turok. Can I just say that? I just want another Turok game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're wrong to want another Turok. Oh, man. So good. Uh, mine would be NBA Jam. <laughs> I, think, I think NBA Jam would be phenomenal with dinosaur. Can you imagine? Like, you're, I don't know, you're, uh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just like you're on this you're on the sonics right and you're just trying to get over to you're just trying to get to the net and you have to cross up a velociraptor oh dunk on a stegosaurus i'm just man <laughs> just I mean. putting on the juke shoes on the triceratops just sounds freaking <laughs> hilarious to me <laughs> so good the t-rex is on fire <laughs> extinction <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, no, I would rather have a an NBA street level where it's like in in Jurassic Park, like you're inside like the Velociraptor cage or something. That's what it is. NBA street, just inside. <laughs> oh my the, god! Just, just trying. And to they're like, all around the side of the court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just leaning over, eating AstroTurf, just because they can. Remember NBA Street? Oh, I love that game so much. I, volume one and two. They were the coolest oh, freaking basketball games so that ever good. existed. In my eyes. I was more of an NFL Street guy. But okay. NFL Street was NBA. good too. In, NFL Street was. I spent a whole <laughs> summer playing NFL Street. When back when the Xbox had uh, the original Xbox, when you could burn your CDs to the hard drive, I would make mm. a mix of just good music that would fit with NFL Street. Just turn yep. it on and just play like all day. That I spent the whole summer doing that. And I did another one for uh, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Dude. Good times, oh. man. I, oh, mean, I forgot times. about American Wasteland. Holy crap. I mean, that's the thing with like NBA Street already had like such a fantastic soundtrack. Like I, that was one of my favorite things about it was like the soundtrack was so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Every time I turned it on, that song Chief Rocco would come on and I was always just friggin hyped. <laughs> as soon as that song came on, I was just ready to play. Uh, I just happened to look over at chat and saw Gem and Heels in the chat saying, what about NFL Blitz? Also great. Blitz Only ever played it good. at the arcade, though. 
Yeah, same here. I don't know if I ever played it at home, but like played at the arcade a few times. <laughs> yeah. Blitz was fun too, man. It was a little more chaotic, but it was fun. <laughs> that was one where they were doing suplexes and stuff, right? Yeah, just getting completely silly <laughs> with it. Like they just give up didn't, on it, throw a toilet at somebody. It's what didn't it have like the thing too, like when people got injured, it did the whole like uh uh like Mortal Kombat thing where it went into skeleton view and you could see like their arm like crack and break or not. Am I thinking sound familiar? Am I, I think- thinking of a different game? I thought there was a sports game that did that, where like when you I like got hurt. I don't like, think it, that's Blitz. It, it did could the whole. Be, though. It's it did been like a while. the X-ray thing, where like you could see their bones like snapping in half. Or maybe I'm mismaking that it. That sounds out, familiar. I just don't remember if does. it was Blitz. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember it in Blitz. It could be. It's Are you thinking of so Mutant long. League? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. I it, I mean that was so long ago. I don't. It could be anything. But I just I have a vivid memory of like of some football game that was like that. You'd tackle someone and it's just like do the X-ray view and they're oh, yeah. snapping. Mortal Kombat X-ray of them yeah. just getting folded. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe I dreamt it up. That happens a lot too. That's um, not a bad idea if you did. Yeah, that's and that's a game. Should we start a Super game Gamer Boy Studios? Make some games? <laughs> oh no, you're actually right. It's Blitz the League, though, not the original ah, Blitz. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I never played Blitz the League. Me either. Um, but yeah, that's the X-rays one. That's that's cool. I wish uh, <laughs> that was a first thought from Garrett, though. Yeah, I kind of wish that was an original thought because yeah, we that were onto something. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, did we? Did everyone answer that? Yeah, I think we have, you guys all shared. Well, that's it. That's it for the mailbag. So thank you all so much for writing in. Uh, if Great you be, questions this week, man. They, they, were, they were fun. They were good. If you want to be awesome, oh, just like yeah. those folks, um, you can send in your questions on DMS on social media, or if you want to be real cool, you want to hang out with us during the week, go to supergamerwaste.com slash discord. Join our discord server where you can chat about what you're playing, what you're watching, uh, leave your own questions for the show. Uh, we have a blast over there. So go ahead and Tune in, check it out, leave some questions for next week. All right, uh, now it's time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. Love it, love it. Every week, perfection. Just quality, every freaking time. <laughs> um, and I think the best too is like, so peek behind the curtain, Half of that we don't even hear, to be honest, because Discord cuts it out. But you guys on the other end, you get to hear the full, pure recording straight from Adrian's microphone. And so really, I'm just imagining how beautiful it is. So (laughs) I'll be honest, I'm just lying to you each and every week. But no, I'm just kidding. From my mouth to Pod's (laughs) ears. Yeah, it it basically goes straight from his microphone into your ears. It doesn't even come to us. That's how pure it is going to you listeners. It's an unadulterated I hear it live but. almost every week, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, keep that going, Adrian. I like it. Somebody yeah. has to. Take that, know. JJ. Adrian's yeah. better at it. <laughs> I feel kind of bad about saying that. <laughs> no, don't feel bad. JJ su- hashtag JJ sucks. Um, oh, Gem and Heel says, sponsored by Liquid Death. Yes. Please. One please, day. Oh. Please. If anyone well, out would, there has connections, dude, hook us up, please. Hook me up. Put me in contact with. I'll, we'll show them all the numbers we got. We got. We just had an episode that did crazy numbers. Last week's episode broke 500 views on YouTube just with the one episode, and then with the clips. One of the clips got like almost 300. Another one got a couple hundred. So I don't know what Holy we did right. Crap. I don't know what we did last week, but all of a sudden, like people on YouTube are like checking us out. It's like, 
Dude, so. send me send me two cans and five dollars, and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, we're good to go, liquor death. All right, he'll be freaking thrilled with that. Uh, Just to say, oh, hey, man. we're sponsored by Liquid, liquid Death. Yes, I, sir. I feel I can't like get enough of it. I feel like the only way they would sponsor us is if they made us like, because don't they have like the club where you have to like sign your soul away to them or something? I feel like in order secret. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I feel like in order to get like a sponsorship, they'd make us like sign a paper in blood on stream. Like we'd have to prove it. Be like, all right. Worth it. Worth it. (laughs) He's on board with it, man. He'll do basically anything. Whatever. But I won't do that. (laughs) All right. This first news story comes to us from Matt Perslow over at IGN. In They Write, Phil Spencer takes full responsibility for Redfall's poor release. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, has addressed the significant negative response to Redfall, the co-op vampire-slaying FPS that recently launched to a large number of negative reviews and player disappointment. Talking to the Kind of Funny X-Cast, Spencer said that he is upset with myself and that he's going to take full responsibility for launching a game that needs to be great. While he acknowledged the disappointment that comes from a $70 game arriving in the condition Redfall has, he also offered support for the game's developers, Arcane Austin, noting that he will not push against the creative aspirations of our teams. When asked for his initial response to the launch of Redfall, which dropped as an Xbox exclusive this week, Spencer said, there's nothing nothing that's more difficult for me than disappointing the Xbox community and just kind of, and just kind of watch the community lose confidence and be disappointed. I'm disappointed. Hello. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm upset with myself. I kind of revisit our process. I think back to the announcement of 60 frames per second. Then we weren't shipping 60 frames per second. That was our punch in the chin, rightfully, a couple weeks ago. While Spencer admitted that the critical response was not what he wanted, he maintained an idea or he maintained a somewhat defensive attitude for his team at uh, Xbox Game Studios. One thing I'll fight is the idea of what went wrong, he said. That's clearly quality and execution things we can do. But one thing I won't do is push against the creative aspirations of our team. I'm a huge supporter of Arcane Austin, and their track record is awesome. I love a lot of the great games they've built. This is one where the team didn't hit their own internal goals when launched. I think it's maybe a little simplistic to say, hey, if you would have just delayed it three months, the core creative of the game could have delivered on something that was different to what it was. As for Redfall's future, Spencer said that Xbox, Bethesda, and Arcane Austin intend to continue to work on improving the game, starting with the promised 60 FPS patch. The team at Arcane is taking the near-term feedback. We're still working on the 60 FPS. We have a good timeline for that. We're committed to getting that done, said Spencer, and we're going to continue to work the game. We've shown a commitment to game like Sea of Thieves and Grounded to continue to go and build games. Um... That's the gist of it. He had a couple more things he said, but nothing too critical there. So um, it, I will say this. It is, uh, I don't know, so many. <laughs> I think of PlayStation, this situation, they would never admit they're wrong at all. So no, what a never. humble man, what a humble no. man Phil Spencer is that he came out and he's like, hey, I'll take the responsibility. Like the fact that, and that, that he's admitting that, hey, we did something wrong. Is it could, humble could, or is it a bad business move? It I can mean, be definitely seen on both sides of that coin because it, at one point he's definitely trying to, you know, cushion the blow that everyone is is definitely receiving at Xbox and he's trying to make everyone feel a little better about it. But at the same time, you're completely right. 
He's saying something completely against what the company actually put out and going like, we can do better. We can do better. It kind of shoots himself in the foot. It makes you look weak. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I'm not saying like in a console fanboy way. I'm saying it like in a competition way. Right. Because you're supposed to ride for your and, and he did. He did. He said, I'm taking responsibility. Right. But when you have a fan base or, or when you have an install base of millions of, of potential, you know, uh, PC Game Pass installs, you have consoles out there, you have people who have put money into this ecosystem. And now you're coming on here and saying, we don't we can't do it. We we don't we keep, you know, missing the mark. And even if even if what, what was the other thing he said, even if Starfield comes out and it's a 10 out of 10, that's not going to move the needle. It's not going to make people pick up Xboxes or, or or sign up for Game Pass or anything. Why yeah. why would you say that? Yeah, that's, I that's that's actually that's one thing that wasn't touched in this article here. But you're right. Yeah, there was another comment about the whole Starfield thing. Like basically, yeah, he did come out uh, and basically said that they lost the console racist generation already. He's like, I'm like, we're giving it up. just like, started. <laughs> it just yeah, started. There's so much room to improve. So much. I just I don't understand like the whole because Adrian's right with that one on that for sure, because it, it just makes you look kind of weak. And that's like he's basically just admitting defeat. And if he says we already lost the console race, he literally admitted defeat. And that sucks. Yeah. For a lot of fanboys out there. But just just because you admit that you've messed up this, you know, is because is, I think what he's looking at when he says that what he's saying is. We we're not going to be able to convert any more people from PlayStation over to us, which I he's right about that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to put out good and better quality content. Like, I guess in my head, like that's still allowing them and giving them room. Like he's not saying like, hey, we're just going to make trash for the next five years until the next generation starts. I think like what he's saying is like, unfortunately, it's far enough into the into the console generation to where like we're not going to be able to convert a PlayStation console owner over to Xbox, which I think he's completely right. Like that's even if every game was a 10 out of 10 from here on out, unfortunately, uh, I think that he's probably right about that. Should he have ex- accepted that publicly? Like maybe not, but that I mean, should have been a behind the door board meeting situation. But 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 he, he doesn't necessarily say like, hey, we plan on putting out trash for the next five years either. Like he does. You know, I think that he can still expect. Well, we can we don't have the confidence that they're going to put out quality because of their track record so far this generation. But I assume that's, that's obviously the goal of the company or else why be in business kind of thing. So I don't know. But even piggybacking off of. <clears throat> Off of what I said earlier about, okay, you're not going to get people to sell PS5s. You still have a fan base that you have to answer to. You still have people who bought these this this stuff that are looking for quality products. And now you're basically telling me that, oh, well, uh, it won't be enough even if Starfield comes out and it's a perfect game. So you're already... You're already downplaying Starfield like you're like like Sucks was saying, you're already trying to cushion the blow before the game even comes out. So they're trying to give themselves a little bit of wiggle room so that if Starfield does suck, then he's like, well, I, I just like I said, back when, you know, back in May, you know, yep. it, I, we, it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to do enough to move the needle. So that's kind of it's just it's weird. Like if I'm if I if I am an Xbox customer and I hear 
feel talking like that. It's like, well, why would I even stick around then if you're not even going to try? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but again, like he's not necessarily saying we're going to put out trash. He's just saying we're no, not no, going to no. be able to convert. Like, so because again, and he, he could have been more precise with his language, but I don't think he's necessarily saying like, hey, if you have an Xbox, you're going to be disappointed. He's more just saying like, you're going to if you have an Xbox, great. You're going to keep getting good stuff. But at this point, yeah, it's just not enough to convert people over from the other side, essentially, which again, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It, as far as a business move, that was not the right one like he, yeah he, it was uh, it was poor wording and poor timing especially like obviously it was in response to the whole redfall thing which right. completely makes sense and it's justified i would have let that bake a little bit like i don't think i would have just come outright the day after and been like well guys we tried our best and we just fell short that's that just to me it's it doesn't instill confidence in anyone that actually wants to pick up any microsoft products or xbox rather it, it just it kind of puts a damper on things because you're right, oh. Garrett, too, is every single person that has a PlayStation that was like, oh, maybe I should switch to Xbox is like, absolutely. Never not. mind. Never mind. Screw that noise. We've I, got Final Fantasy coming. We're yeah. good. I, I canceled my Game Pass subscription this last week. It's going to renew it on the fifth. And As did I. It was like the third or fourth. And I saw it was coming up. I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I. I, when I canceled it too, I still had like two days left in the subscription. I'm like, I'm not even going to bother installing Redfall. I was like, technically, I have two days. I could try it out. I'm like, I'm not even going to waste the time. To you know what it is? <laughs> the, the things that stand out on Game Pass are so few and far between that it financially makes more sense to just buy them than to keep paying for Game Pass. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. hundred percent. Like anything that does come out on there, um, like there's been so rarely a case where there's a first party game that's worth it yeah the only other thing that's worth it is like the indie games that come to it and then exactly yeah adrian you said like okay well indie games are consistently on sale on steam, on steam. or on, or on switch epic. yeah, yeah. Or, on, or on switch for like 15 bucks and it's like all right well that's a month of game pass and you know that was the only game i was gonna maybe play anyways and, and you get to keep that game forever right yeah. it doesn't disappear off of your game pass subscription and so you, it's on my just have it yeah, and it's on my Switch or my Steam Deck that I can play anywhere. I don't have to come and sit in front of my computer and play, you know, whatever X Y Z. Or try to Game use Pass, cloud like. gaming on a on a mobile connection. Right. Yeah, and you're supporting that company directly. Yes. Which is which is a big one for me, especially when it comes to indie games. Like, gotta give them the credit that is due. Yeah. Like, it just needs to be done. So yeah. I, so this, I don't think this was. Um, I don't think I don't think Phil intends. To have people look at Xbox this way, I think he was just caught up in a moment. Redfall just dropped; it wasn't great. You know, the reviews were were pretty much killing him. And yeah, yeah, you know. And then the the Activision deal is pretty much looking like it's not going to go through. So that was just a perfect storm of like negative energy happening. I don't know if he was maybe in the best headspace for it, but yeah, what th- I, I don't think I don't think Phil intends to make Xbox look bad. That's that'd be dumb. I think he was just speaking from the heart and maybe he got a little bit too open yeah. about what he thinks. Yeah. About no. of the Xbox brand right now. But that's not necessarily what the picture of it is. That's just what he thinks. So And yeah. that that interview was done on kind of funny, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I could definitely see why he would just feel like more not in a corporate setting. So like trying to avoid things. He was on a podcast where people generally are just like, you know, let loose and just say what you want to say. Right. So I th- I think that side of him just kind of came out and it, it came out. And I guarantee you after he left, he's like, oh, God, I probably shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as but, it was over. Yeah. He started exactly. getting phone calls. And I, I I like Phil. I think he's cool. Yeah, he's I think great. he's done fantastic things for Xbox. It's just in this moment at, you know, where we're standing, he's just not doing great with certain things that are just in his yeah. way. I mean, he picked up a years. raw deal, right? Like, oh, yeah. ever since he got in charge after Matrix almost blew up Xbox from the <laughs> inside, he's done phenomenal work in rebuilding the brand and refocusing the strategy. You got to yeah, yeah. give him credit for that any day of the week. But at the same time, I don't know if it's necessarily in Xbox's cards to be trying to catch up to Sony anymore. I don't I, I think they should take a page from Nintendo and do their own thing, which I yeah. think they already are starting to do with Game Pass. Yeah, but there's no reason in trying to, I don't know, compete directly. I think at this point, I feel like you just need to make your thing and make your thing the best thing that it can be yep. so that the people want to come over there. Maybe in addition to, maybe in place of, but I don't know. This is what two console generations now in a row where they're getting steamrolled. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think they just need to make their own thing, adapt to it, make it the best thing that could possibly be for that company, and just move on. Like, don't make it a, com- a fierce competition. You know, like it's cool to have competition. I get yeah. it, but like you're not compete with win yourself. Every single one. Yeah, exactly. Just step up the numbers from last year. What games came out? That one did. All right. We'll double it. No games last yeah. year. <laughs> that's I, I'm just meaning an overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall but that's thing. The thing is, literally. Microsoft should be like, let's make the best Xbox games we can make. And then yeah. we'll make even better games than those. That should be the competition. Yeah. But, it's just a personal step ladder that they have to keep stepping up. Yeah. Like that's all they need to do. Don't yeah. look at it as the competition. It's like, oh, PlayStation's crushing it, you know, or whatever. Like just how are you doing? Right. Fix yeah. that. Yeah. And I saw people online that were like, oh, well, uh, they're just saying this stuff about Microsoft because they're not making the narrative third person games like Sony is. And I said, I'm I'm thinking to myself about it. I said, I don't want I don't need Microsoft to make the exact same games that Sony's making. I just want whatever they make to have the same quality and standards that PlayStation games have. If Xbox wants to make a puzzle game then you need to have a masterclass puzzle game. It needs to work flawlessly. The puzzles need yep. to be excellent. Yeah. You know, e- down the board. Everything Xbox is bringing to the table on paper and even in like trailers, like looks incredible. It's just the execution when it comes out is like, well, where'd yep. the ball get dropped? So exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Adrian. I don't necessarily need Sony games on Xbox. I just want Xbox games that are actually polished. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that work when they come out and uh, have some like cool original like gameplay elements and aren't just like the same thing for however many hours it takes. So, yeah, um, I mean, to kind of piggyback off of what Adrian said, too, is like I I agree fully. Like, I do not want to see because the comments are right. Like, I'm not they're not correct, but you're right about the comments that they're all saying, like, why don't you just make this third person narrative, like make a Last of Us or make a Horizon. I don't want regurgitation. I want innovation. Right. Like, give me something that's actually unique and cool, even if it's not a third-person narrative-driven thing. If it's a detective thing, something following kind of an L.A. noir esque kind of thing, I would be cool with it. 
Uh, you know, like a puzzle fighting games, game, totally a fine. A fighting game, yeah, I don't, whatever. A new just FPS, make it the best. It doesn't matter. That, make it so where the way people talk about Last of Us is how they talk about how good your game is. That should be the standard for quality. You know how people always talk about, oh, Last of Us Two is a technical achievement. It's this. It's that. That's what they should say about your puzzle game. Yep. Strive that to make something that is comparable to it standing in that same award shows. Right. Like, give it that actual fight, you know? I I don't know. I just really want to see Xbox step it up, man. Me too, I, dude. Me too. I, I freaking love PlayStation. I freaking love Xbox both. I, I'm all consoles I love. I just want to see them all succeed. I don't want to see one just blow everything out of the water. And I don't want to see an industry without Xbox. It's going to be weird. And it's not going to... It's not going to end well for everybody. Oh, God, no. That is that is a dangerous water to tread. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's move on here to this next stu- uh, studio. <laughs> this next story. <laughs> Speaking of studios doing trying new things here, uh, written by Ryan Leston over at IGN, Titanfall series director working on a new IP for Respawn. Um, <clears throat> Titanfall and Titanfall 2 director Steve Fuk- Fukuda is working on something new for Respawn Entertainment. During an interview with Axios Gaming, Respawn director Vince Zampella revealed that Vakuda is currently leading a very small team that's exploring new IP. The mission is to find the fun in something new, said Zampella. Fukuda is perhaps best known for his work on the Titanfall series as director of the popular FPS franchise. Titanfall began as an online multiplayer game with Titanfall 2 building upon this with a thoroughly enjoyable solo campaign. Since the sequel was released in 2016, fans have been dying to see another installment in the Titanfall franchise, although there are apparently no plans to make Titanfall 3 right now. It has to be the right thing, said Zampella in a recent interview. It's such a beloved franchise for the fans and also for us. If it's not the right moment in time, the right idea, then it just doesn't make sense. Of course, Titanfall and Titanfall 2 aren't the only games set in the universe. Respawn's own Battle Royale Apex Legends exists there too, and that might just make things that little more complicated. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the gist of the article goes on more and more about people wanting Titanfall, but, um, I, uh, I, I'm excited for really anything from Respawn. Uh, I, so I admitted to you guys before the show, I've never played a Titanfall game, but I have played Apex Legends, which I really enjoyed. And I, uh, they, they're the ones who make the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game, right? respawn mm-hmm. yes um yes. which is the first one is incredible i haven't played the new one that just came out but they did an incredible job with that so i'm down for anything new out of them like they they <laughs> have done nothing wrong in my eyes so far but you guys have played titanfall um yeah what are, what are your guys' thoughts on on possibly a new ip for them do you think that's a wise decision do you think they should just be making a titanfall 3 or i me personally i think it's a good idea because Titanfall has been left behind for just a little too long now. Like, it, nothing's been touched on it for a while. So if they're, they are going to try something new, I'm excited to see what they do. If Even if it's included in the Titanfall universe, I'd be fine with that. Just like what we were saying before the show, Apex is in the same universe as Titanfall. Yeah. Which just adds a little bit more, you know, like, cool to it, you know? <laughs> so I just, like, elaborate and expand on that world. Like, make it, make it like an MCU-esque situation where everything's happening in that world. It would be cool to see. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like, you know, an exclusive new IP. It just something new inside of that universe. So I'd be fine with that no matter what way they swing it. So you want a match three puzzle game for mobile, right? That's what you're looking for. Yes, I do have a phone. That is okay. all I understand. 
<laughs> Had you not said mobile, I actually would have uh, I would have been interested to see how they do it. As I'm soon as you said mobilize out. <laughs> uh, same deal. Titanfall, both of them are great. Uh, two is is excellent. Garrett, I know you said you hadn't played it, but the campaign in that game, people still talk about it to this day about how good it is. So it's definitely uh, warranted for you to give it a try. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I've always wanted to give it a shot. Now, because the, the first game was just uh, like online multiplayer, multiplayer right? So, the, so there's mm-hmm. no need to play the first one because it's just multi. So really, I don't I'd even get, think the servers are still up. Okay. So, no, so they're really, <laughs> so really, just playing the second one, I would get the, all the story I need. Yeah, and it's right? short okay. too. Okay. But it doesn't. It doesn't. It uses its time well. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Now, did that come out on everything? Because I thought what, one of them was exclusive to Xbox, wasn't it? The first one. The first one was okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe one but based on that track record alone, yeah, yeah. I'm whatever respawn's working on. Let me see it. Whenever you're ready to show it. Yeah. Take yes. your time. Take your time. Yep. Don't screw this up. I mean, so far they haven't, but now uh, I forget now. It, Respawn, they are not owned by Xbox, right? Or are they? No, EA. I was going to say, I'm EA. pretty sure okay. it's EA. That's yeah. what, I was like, I knew there was a parent company. I just couldn't. Which is also why we're not getting any more Titanfall stuff is because of EA. Even though EA oh. borked it the first time with Titanfall 2 because they put it out at the same time as Battlefield and Call of Duty. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, they put all... Both both of their games out at the same time as Call of Duty. It's like, Oof, what were you? Such thinking? a huge shot in the foot, dude! Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Releasing anything at the time Call of Duty comes out is just a poor decision. Right? Yeah, because I mean, it's it's, it's a know, titan. As much as I hate to say it, yeah, is same here. Like I, I I love a good Call of Duty campaign, but. You know, in general, I've kind of like fallen away from Call of Duty a little bit the last few years. And yeah, like that game comes out. It's like, forget it. It's just a black hole. It just sucks all the everything, everything into it and just obliterates it. You look on Twitch and literally the viewer count for everything is like 10. (laughs) (laughs) Everything else is just all on the new Call of Duty game. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, looking forward to see what Respawn has for us next. Um, speaking of the new Star Wars game, just real quick, it, have you guys been able to give it a give it a try at all? I have not yet. Okay. No, I haven't either. No. Okay. I'm not really I've, in a rush. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't been too fast to jump into it because with the first one, I enjoyed it, but it was also one of those games. By the end, I was ready for it to be done. I think I remember saying on the show, and everyone mm-hmm. was kind of shocked, like, "What?" Like, I I loved the whole game, and then I got to the end, and even though like the story is incredible the story is incredible all the way through but gameplay wise i was like all right let's just get this done like can only take so many souls like fights until you're over it (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and so yeah i that that was my worry with like the new one i'm just like do i want more of that or Uh, cal (laughs) is my barrier to entry i think i don't know he's just i'm not i'm not feeling it with him i don't know what it is it's just something weird that i can't get over so he almost, I don't believe it. I don't know. He doesn't yeah. fit to me. I I have to agree with that. And I, but but for me, it's for a very specific reasons because I've seen him like. So I knew 
the the actor who plays him, I don't even remember his name. Uh, I I knew him from the TV show Gotham as the Joker. He was a Joker in that. And so oh, when I saw yeah. him in Star Wars, I'm like, this is so weird. Like, you know, he's the Joker. He's not some <laughs> Jedi in Star Wars. Every time I play it and yeah. hear his voice, and like, nah. He was the Force, Batman. <laughs> it's like he's the Joker. I, I said this before about about uh, the Jedi series and. What is it about Cal's story that they couldn't have just given you a, a character creator and done a male and female dub? Yeah. Or let you be a, a alien species. Why can't I? You know what I mean? I, I never thought of that. Ah, there's nothing. That is, that is annoyingly accurate. That is that is like frustratingly accurate. Yeah, exactly. Especially it, with it what? It could have been. With, with what, I mean, we don't learn a ton about his backstory, but what we've learned, in, at least in the first game, like, yeah, you're 100% right. There's nothing that's like, he has to be like, just. He this. is like the one, like the family of someone related to the situation. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be no, that at all. Right. You can anything. still call the character. Cal is a very like neutral name. It could be yeah. either one, especially for Star Wars. Oh, it could Cal be a male or anything. female presented name. Yeah. So the like fact any, that they didn't think any you know gender, what, any race, any whatever, just yeah, like, you know, let's just it, do it one performance. We'll have a male dub and a female dub, and then let the let the the player create whatever character they want to do. Unless this new game completely opens up his story, I completely agree with you <laughs> in every way, <laughs> sense, and form. Yeah. Unless this one is not super story driven on his story. It yeah. doesn't really matter then. I uh, just, I can see where you're coming from. Both I, of you actually. I, I know the reason. I know the reason that they went with him. So the reason with that, why they had to nail it down to a specific character is because in the next couple of years, they're going to have him on a Disney plus show. They have yep. to have like, that's, that's my theory. I think like I was surprised what there was, what show was it recently? I was watching. I was like, I'm so it almost felt like it was leading up to some sort of character reveal. I'm like, Oh man, like it'd be sick. If they brought like Kalen, like here's their chance. And they didn't. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like it, it didn't hurt the story. I, I was kind of like, whatever. But that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Why would they make such a big deal about having like someone who's already an actor? Like he, he's not he's not even a voice actor. I don't think he, he hasn't done voice acting before. He's only done acting. And that they so the fact that they tagged him, I was like, oh, it's obviously because you're going to have a show about him one day or have him in a show. But I don't know. We'll see. Even I mean, that's not a good reason. Like that's not a good yeah, canon reason to have that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a Disney like financial that's like just, down the yeah, road. They're working it in to yeah. turn it into something. Thanks for else saving entirely. us, Cal Kestis from yeah. <laughs> from from the Jedi series. Oh my God, that would be so stupid. Oh, wow, you saved my life, Cal Kestis. Thank you so much. No problem. Now get out of here, kid. <laughs> uh, all right, let's Wrong get to this screen. last new story because I am. Champing at the bit for this Redfall review. This last news story comes to us from GameSpot, not GameStop. I almost said the wrong one. GameSpot, uh, written by Evan Campbell over there. PlayStation's Pixel Opus studio is shutting down. Pixel Opus, an in-house studio for Sony, has shuttered. The developers behind Concrete Genie and Entwined announced that the adventure has come to an end. On Twitter, Pixel Opus self-described as a small Sony team revealed that it was closing up shop. As we look to new futures, we wanted to say a heartfelt thank you to the millions of passionate players who have supported us and our mission to make beautiful, imaginative games with heart, the studio wrote. GameSpot reached out to Sony for an official comment and was told the following. PlayStation Studios regularly evaluates its portfolio and the status of studio projects to ensure they meet the organization's short and long-term strategic objectives, a Sony representative said. 
As part of our recent review process, it has been decided that Pixel Opus will close on June 2nd. Sony revealed the formation of Pixel Opus in 2014 before E3. The studio was reportedly founded by Carnegie Mellon University. Is that how you say that? That doesn't sound right. I don't know. I could not tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I don't know. San Jose <laughs> and San Jose State University. Students who worked on game prototypes for PlayStation Vita. Entwined was the team's first game launch on PS4 before arriving on the PS3 and Vita. Um, yeah, so this is it's always sad when a studio shuts down. Uh, especially, I don't know, even though it was PlayStation owned, I feel like this is like essentially playstation's indie studio like that's any game they like the games they put out always had that indie feel to them yeah uh, what a commitment yeah. that they just showed to to indie games huh huge yeah right you got to appreciate it <laughs> not to mention <laughs> uh media molecule apparently is on the ropes now because Jeez. of uh dreams flopping yeah they just shut down the dream servers right or something like that mm-hmm. which is crazy wow, i didn't know that let me tell you something if Sony shuts down Media Molecule, it's going to be the biggest mistake that they make. Media Molecule is by far their most creative studio oh, by a country yeah. mile. Yeah, not even close. And if you get rid of them, you're going to get rid of some of the most creative talent you have in the industry. I really hope that they don't make a huge mistake and do that. I, They're chopping people left and right, it seems like. So I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. If they, I, I can't even imagine a world without Media Molecule. Like, I mean, Little Big Planet yeah. and uh, Tearaway. Exactly. Tearaway. Tearaway was so good. Tearaway uh, is a masterpiece. And the even fact Dreams that they did that on Vita. Yeah, and even Dreams. God. Like, I take around in Dreams for a while. I'm like, this is brilliant. Like the fact yes. that like they made there there was a game in it, and then also anyone could make whatever game they wanted. Like it was literally a yep. game engine for people to make what they want. Or their yeah. own Within art, their PS4 own. hardware. That is a feat. That is, it's wild how much they had just in that small package that you could pick up. It is insane what you were able to do. And that is absolutely stupid. If they do decide to close that down, I would lose my mind, actually. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely be looking at them different. Yeah. I would too. Losing uh, Little but, Big Planet for me. Yeah. As hell. I love that game. This definitely sucks about Pixel Opus. Um, Concrete Genie. I don't know if you guys were able to play it. I did. It rules. It's uh, a feast for the eyes. I don't know what more. I never got to try it in VR. I always wanted to do that. Oh, yeah. That that sounded um, incredible. Just from mm-hmm. what I because I I only played a little bit of Concrete Genie um, for in. Unfortunately, this probably is what led to the downfall. They gave it away for free on PlayStation Plus, like pretty soon after it came out. I don't think it was immediately, but it was like pretty soon after it was a PlayStation Plus free game. And it's like, well, of course, they're not going to have good sales because they right. gave it away for free. But everyone um, just received it. <laughs> I remember trying a little bit of it. And yeah, like, yeah, it's just the color is so vibrant and, and, and the art style. Yeah, everything about it is so... Again, it had that homey, indie, comfortable feel to it. It's like, ah, like putting on a nice pair of warm slippers at night, you know, on a cold night. And then for them to like uh, bring that VR mode that looked awesome. Unfortunately, only done through PSVR. Yeah, but, <laughs> naturally. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what they're, Sony's doing over there. And just hot off the heels of buying a new studio, what, just last week we talked about that, two weeks ago? That was just a week or two ago we talked about them buying the one a new that studio. They don't even have a game out. They don't. They have, don't yep. It's just they, prospects, but they bought them up. Yeah, they've super never quick. put out, never put out a game, and they don't even have like a game. They're like they're in like 
pre-pre-production like they're just they have like a concept they're like hey we thinking about making this and sony bought them it's like what so they have like eight sticky notes with ideas yeah. and they're like yeah this is what we're gonna do playstation all right pixel but opus you, pack pixel your opus, stuff get out even though you gave us concrete genie pack it up pack it get up. out go home yeah bonkers crazy so that's i hope i hope everyone who is working there can you know land on their feet bounce back it. On another yeah. job with whatever it, whether it's staying in the game industry or if you want to get out, I hope you, I wish you well, and I hope you're able to get out because <laughs> it's, it's a turbulent, turbulent uh, oh, yeah. uh, like career really. Like being in the games industry is like you're asking for, unfortunately, constant turnover. It's it's sad, but it's yeah, it's it's dark, but it happens all the time. Yeah, it's it's very depressing, but hopefully everyone can land on their feet. Make something new. Hell, even start a a, a different studio. Yeah, just, that I would be start fresh. Do something that would go be independent ideal. again. And that happens. Yeah. yeah, that happens so many times. I feel like like the in the last few years, so many studios have gotten shut down, and within like a few months, we're like you hear, oh hey, they're starting up a new studio. It's like mostly the same crew. So hopefully yep. that's what happens. Start up something and new. Keep making cool easily games. could happen. They know what they're doing. They have all these ideas in mind. So why not? Yeah, like it. Just keep the dream moving forward. But the vicious cycle continues. Five in five years after that, Sony buys them again. Make a couple <laughs> games. They don't. They don't perform well. They get they get laid off. Shut down the studio again. No, then they make a new studio. Then it starts over. Right now. <laughs> oh man, no, they wouldn't make the same mistake twice. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> They'll get bought up by Microsoft. That seems like a wise idea. As but today. will it go through? <laughs> no one knows. I'm pretty no sure the knows. UK would stop that one. You guys want Pixel Opus? I don't think Never. so. Never. All right. Well, that is it for the news stories this week. Thank you uh, to I don't know who I'm thinking. I don't. I just all the people who wrote the I was ready no. to talk about. Yeah. Thank you for all you wrote that. I was like getting ready to do the outro for the show, and I'm like, <laughs> wait, we got more show to do here. Um, <laughs> it's now time for our Patreon ad. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, one buck, and you get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and Super Gamer Book Club. Uh, comes out, you get that two months early ahead of everyone else. Fantastic show over there, so think about supporting us there. Um, and uh, $5 a month, you can get the show notes early where you can see what we're going to be talking about, all the news stories, all the listener questions. And uh, you, the Patreon supporter at $5, you can leave your own questions, comments, concerns, straight on the dock that's right if you see one of the listener questions and you're like hey that's an interesting question i got an answer for that go ahead and leave a comment right on the dock you can leave your own thoughts and uh we'll read it on the show uh same thing with the news stories you got a thought about uh, phil spencer taking responsibility for redfall leave it on there we'll read it on the show so if you want to be a part of the show five bucks a month you can see those show notes on sunday when they come out and uh we'll we'll read them uh the good ones don't just leave trash because then i'll not read them 
but <laughs> uh, I don't mean a bad opinion. I just mean like, don't leave a, a dumb knock knock joke. Um, Ten dollars a month. A month you can get uh, all those previous perks, as well as a shout out on the show each and every week as a super gamer sponsor at the top of the show, and uh, the top dog tier, fifteen dollars a month. You can be a Patreon producer where you get all the previous perks, and uh, you can help us kind of make a cool show. You have our ear. You can pitch us a segment and be like, "Hey, I think it'd be cool if you did this or that." And uh, we give it the old college try. We've we've tried uh, pretty much everything we've been pitched. I, I believe. Uh, sometimes to to, to, to our detriment. <laughs> uh, sometimes they don't work out so well, but you know what? We gave it the old college try. Um, so think about supporting us over at uh, the Super Gamer Boys uh, Patreon over there. And uh, we very much appreciate all of you who support us there currently, which, hey, they're not listening to this ad because this is cut out of the Patreon episode. So think about that. You don't have to hear me ramble right now. <laughs> Also, think about subscribing over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys, where we stream each and every Monday as we record live. That way, so if you catch it early, you can actually catch it early over on Twitch. Um, we would appreciate it if you support us over there. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to Twitch with Prime Gaming, and you get one free Prime Gaming sub each month. Costs you zero dollars. We get five bucks right in our pocket. So think about dropping that Prime sub over on our channel. Um twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys like i said monday nights you can catch us recording live uh raw unedited uh chaos over here uh think about it it's 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 fun you can be in the chat too just like selfies normally is it normally is uh last but not least w.gg think about giving us giving us support by buying some dubby using our code sgb you get 10 percent off we get a little bit of a kickback on that uh, by using our code that is don't just go over w and buy some energy make sure to use our code um i have been absolutely loving i know i will talk about the last couple of weeks but calio cream peach uh beach and peach both of these are like their newer flavors, especially this one. This is their new summer flavor, uh, Calio Cream. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Uh, this one, Mango Orange Cream. It's like a creamsicle. Fantastic. Uh, if you're looking for energy that, uh, you know, no crash, no sugar, uh, no gluten, uh, has patented neurofactor and green, uh, coffee fruit extract in it, help you think, think good and do good, you know? <laughs> That's their slogan. That's actually what the copy says. I promise. Uh, think about picking up some W energy, you know, jitterless, crashless energy over there um, and fantastic flavors, too. It's not chalky. I've tried some, you know, it has that little chalky grittiness in it. If you mix this up real good and they're in, in the uh, they offer their own blender cups. Fantastic every time. Perfection. So think about it. W.GG code SGB. All right. It's now time to get back to the show. All right, it's that time. You've all been waiting so long for this one. <laughs> the Redfall. Save those woos. The Redfall Review brought to you by twitch.tv slash Selkies, sponsored by Super Gamer Boys and Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew? <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. That was, that was weird. Peepsy. That was the right one. Um, yeah, so we, you know, Adrian and I, we always 
talk about what we're playing. You guys know what we're playing. But this week, we wanted to bring you the official Redfall review from none other than Selkies here. You suffered through the game. I don't know, maybe you enjoyed it, but I'm excited to hear your thoughts on Redfall. So, Selks, you have the floor. All right. Well, so I ended up playing Redfall through its entirety. So instead, I'm going to review Spider-Man 2002 for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Weird. weird I was going to say, you're the turn, one guy but... that finished it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Spider-Man was made by Activision. I'm just kidding. I'm going to Redfall, Redfall. So generally coming in at a normal price tag, $70. I'm going to outright just start this off by saying it is not worth 70 bucks. There is no freaking way. Oh my God. That you can charge someone $70 for a game of this quality. Can you imagine someone buying that game for $70 and getting what they got? Like, I would be, oh, I'd be pissed. Furious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I would have had a raging tantrum if it was not on Game Pass. And I was super excited for this stupid game. My God. Garrett was, too. He was through the roof oh. about this game. Every trailer it they showed, so good. I was like, this is it. This is so fucking I just, cool. I'm, I'm God, in. I'm I just love Arcane Austin, man. Yeah. Everything they do from Dishonored. Oh, God. Just Dishonored alone, actually. Just one of the best things I've ever played. But the game itself, I'll start with a bunch of good and we'll end with the bad. So on the good side, from a graphical setting, the game is very, very pretty to look at. I will say, like, as you on on PC, obviously, without the 30 FPS lock, we'll talk about that. (laughs) It's really nice to be able to go into a lot of these environments, like the a lot of the towns and city area that you were in. It's all decorated very uh, festively, like Halloween, kind of like it's in that time frame uh, where it takes place. It is just so pretty to look at even down to just the interiors of houses and buildings that you go into, it doesn't seem like a lot of reused assets. It just seems like like almost one person went in and, and made that environment for each one. And it's, it's really nice. I actually really enjoyed that. Hmm. Uh, aesthetically, the, like the reasoning why you're stuck inside this area is very, very interesting too. like the whole, the, this vampire cult and group of mercenaries are essentially trying to take over this city and achieve one particular goal. And you have mercenaries, which are not vampires by any means. They're just militant occult followers. They just have guns. They like vampires. They read Twilight. Mm. Game set match. Okay. But as you're progressing <laughs> is that through... Is that canon? You find, it, like, random <laughs> copies of Twilight strewn across the world? That would be fantastic, no, honestly. That would... Oh, my God, I'd lose it if that was real. That would be so funny. <laughs> no. Um, but they're all... Like, obviously, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm going to try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Um, they spend all of their times basically fortifying different areas around the town and city. So, Far Cry 5... That's where you can see the comparison because mm. your whole goal as you're going through is you find a safe house, you achieve the safe house and get its power started. You go do a mission, go back, kill another boss. These are mini bosses. OK. And you do that for each small section on the map. Each one is like kind of chunked out. It is so boring. <laughs> It's so boring doing that because these missions are legit. Like 
the first one is so there's two missions at each safe house. The first one is generally like go find this group of people, find out what they're doing to find out where the what they call an underboss is. And that's just, you know, like a lieutenant, I guess, of some of the bigger bosses that you experience in each chapter. Hmm. You just go there, you kill a bunch of the most mindless NPCs I have ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, watching watching these guys with guns like you'll have a dude in your sights and he'll just turn and run into the fence right next to him without even trying to get around it or turn he'll just keep running into the fence so you play this on your own uh, i played this with two friends okay so for me when i was playing by myself i was bored to tears when i was with friends it was actually a wonderful time Mm. because the characters by themselves do not like really talk too much they don't speak or do anything except for like they see somebody they're like oh well that's scary and then they just move on (laughs) but when you actually have other players in there they actually have some interesting background stories that they like passively tell each other that is very interesting and sometimes really funny like the characters communicating with each other is really cool and with the characters in mind the skill trees that they have are actually very fun fleshed out good skills like the things that you can do it's justified like you have the character i played his name was devinder he is a cryptid hunter uh and he's like famous on youtube or twitch or whatever the heck he's just you know the stereotypical twitch guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he he's very knowledgeable about all these things that are cryptic you know like like the vampire so it's super cool to hear him actually like spout knowledge to it and one of the other characters is like wow that sounds like bullshit (laughs) he's like well you're experiencing it right now you know and they just don't believe him even though they're experiencing it firsthand (laughs) so like the dialogue between the characters is actually very good i give it a lot of carrot like a lot of uh credit because they it seems like they actually cared about what the characters are supposed to be fleshed out to be and how they act even in cutscenes, and the cutscenes are done via like slideshow esque kind of things, like little scenes that are uh pasted on screen slowly zooming out or zooming in yeah what was that about that sounds that thought, like the most low effort. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, but through the the dialogue itself, it sounded good. They needed to animate the cutscenes to make them seem more uh, personable they, because they tried it, to pass animatics off as cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, and it's each time you accept one of the new main missions, you get one of those. And it, it just every single time. And it, yeah, I guess it's like kind of relevant to what the mission is, but it doesn't really give you anything. Because the mission itself is being told to you through text before you hit accept. And then it goes into this slow panning like slideshow, essentially, of what you were going to do and how your character is like, well, I don't like firehouses. I can't slide down the pole. That scares me. Like, okay, cool. Good talk, Junior. (laughs) Really needed that dialogue. And then you go do the mission at the firehouse. You know, like it doesn't need to be done unless they just did a full dialogue like or a GTA-esque like cutscene. You walk into the room. Mm-hmm. You start the mission, bunch of characters talk, you describe what you need to do out the door. I would have loved that because there's plenty of side characters that could have had cool, you know, backstories and personable moments, but they just were there as like, oh, I am vendor. Oh, I am healer. I am priest. You know, it's like, OK, Man. you didn't yeah. flesh any of them out. It was unfortunate. I mean, it the sounds overall, like the, the priority here was to get the game working, right? And because of it, that, everything else took a hit. Came second. Everything yeah. else came second. So, 
I, the only way I'm trying to like be like optimistic here and not just like completely trash on this game. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm trying to be as like even balanced as I can here. Pl I will say outright, if you are playing this game with friends and the game is on sale for at least 30 to $40 in that price range, playing it with friends would be a completely worth it time and experience for you. Because there's enough differential between the characters, what they can do, how they talk, the weapons, how unique they are, how they feel, which I will say the gun feel in that is awesome. Some of the weapons feel so nice to shoot. The rifles feel meaty. Like when you actually hit it, hit a shot, it feels like you did in real life in a kind of way. I know it's dark, but like it, it just. <laughs> yeah, just like I used to back home, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back home, just capping people. No, uh, but it just feels meaty. Like you actually shot a rifle, like the sound and everything to it was fantastic. Hmm. The abilities look good on screen. The uh, dev's skill, he has he throws like this little spear that just shocks the area around it. When you throw it, like the noise it makes and everything and the sound of the static and everything is just very, very satisfying. Mm -hmm. It gives you a lot of like feedback on that as you're playing and it just feels good. It just feels overall nice. And all the characters that my friends had played, there was one we did not play. And that was the I can't remember his name, but he's uh, the sniper equivalent. OK, um, every one of them felt good. Their abilities felt nice. Everything looked good, especially looked good on the animations from what they were doing they all looked great what but did you play just, this on i'm sorry uh pc pc okay i paid it through xbox game pass Got on it. pc i was i so was waiting i was like oh i hope he talks about that whole frame rate debacle but i guess you didn't have to deal with that so yeah yeah that is that is one thing i was gonna bring up too is when it comes to people that are flaming this game they the, it comes from a place of truth which is completely valid you have the right to be upset but people putting in reviews that this game is horrible because it's locked at 30 FPS on consoles. They announced that before the game even came out. You had to know that was coming. I don't agree with it. I do not agree with it at all. It should have come out at 60 ready to go. Well, but it's, and I, I think what threw a lot of people off is and I mean, we even touched on it in the story earlier. They originally came out and said it was going to be 60 mm -hmm. and then came out two weeks before release and said, yep. well, not at release. And everyone's like, what? Yeah. Like that's the yeah. Well, that's the one feature we knew about that we were expecting. forever expecting, and now it's not going to be there. Um, yeah. And 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 the fact uh, I think what the bigger the even bigger blow is the fact that Xbox, at least in my brain, is a console first. So like I feel like on their flagship console, it should run the best right especially yeah, the most should powerful be, console it should in the be world. top <laughs> it should, it be, should most be the most top tier game at that point right and unfortunately it fell flat on its face on yeah. that one and again like i said they like they announced it they said it it's not right but you had to expect that after it was announced and you still bought it it's kind of a self-inflicted thing there but i don't agree that it should have happened mm -hmm. it should have been 60 fps out the box immediately over like I'm not going to make this too freaking long. I'm just going to kind of I'll summarize everything from this point. Environment, I will give that a solid 8 out of 10. Okay. Weapons and UI, I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10 as well. Cuz the okay. UI was functional, simple, direct. You knew what you were looking at, you knew how to navigate it. Didn't have a single issue with it. AI? That's a freaking zero. 
That is a huge zero. <laughs> huge I, I, zero. I've seen the clips where like, not even the grunts, but even like mini bosses, like where like people are just running right up to the mini boss and the mini boss is just floating there in his protective orb and he's they're just like shooting him or hitting him with whatever weapon and like he's not moving, he's not reacting. The boss is just floating there like in his little, it's like, yep. what? Like there should be some sort of like, like recoil or like get away. But no, it's like the boss just stands there until he dies. And he, it's like, what? He the just heck? accepted it. Yeah. There was three <laughs> under bosses that we had that did that. One specifically at a church. We were able to just run in and she just stood there and stared at us. My friend starts shooting her and she just makes the noises like she's going to run away. She's like, no, how could you? And then just completely stayed still. <laughs> So you were able to just light her up and kill her. So oh, AI, man. terrible. All the way, bottom, zero out of ten. How does Left 4 Dead 2 have better AI <laughs> than this game? Dude. Unbelievably so much better. Crazy. Uh, story standpoint, I'll give it a four. Four out of ten. Okay. For an honest opinion, four out of ten. Because it was there. It was definitely there, but it definitely took a backseat. Because there were so many other things that people are focused on in that game that the story, you're just like, yeah, great, skip. Like, no one cares. And even sitting through it, all of it for myself, I still didn't care. I know that sounds bad, Which but like so they tried. Sad. It, just, Cause it like, just didn't matter to me. Because Arcane always does great stories. Like, I, uh, like, Prey was great, and I never played a ton of Dishonored, oh, but I crash was yeah. But even like Deathloop, like I reached like Deathloop on PS, like that story was incredible. I love that. And so like it was creative. So yeah. when I was you know when Redfall was announced, like that's why I was so stoked about it. Because I'm like, dude, like Deathloop was awesome, super like creative, and you know like yeah, I not only gameplay was great, but story was great. And then to hear that Redfall story is kind of like, oh, it's whatever. Like, it's all right. That's it's so just, sad because yeah. that's like that's like in their DNA is not only like creatively, like artistically, graphically, but also creative, like in their stories are always been so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they generally they knock it out of the park. Like Dishonored 2 has probably one of my favorite stories of any of their games. Mm. It's super interesting and just, you know, packed with all kinds of different intrigue and characters and things you're going to remember. You're just flat out going to remember it. But this one, I couldn't even tell you the first boss's name. Yikes. Got to be honest. I couldn't even tell you like what the first boss's actual name was. Yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> and I know this is kind of like a crash course through like a review. It was just kind of like randomly spit through. But it's because that's how I felt through the game. I just felt like I was being thrown into random situations yeah. and having no context as to why. But the game itself, like I said, from a functional standpoint, I did experience slight hitching every like five to ten minutes. I would just get like a little frame stutter and mm -hmm. then I'd be right back to where I was. No issues. OK, great. Like just on an experience of how it functioned, it did decently. Like just from it's actually working. Yeah, it at least works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People that were comparing this to cyberpunk at the beginning have really overestimated how bad this game is because it's not it's not as bad as cyberpunk by any means cyberpunk is a working game now so yeah barely cool. <laughs> it's there it's there the game itself like overall i'm gonna tell you again the same thing i said before if it is on sale or they drop the they drop the price down to like like you know 30 40 bucks maybe hopefully lower it's worth say, it to play like with 30 buddies. or lower yeah. yeah, 30 or lower. If they fix everything, I could maybe see 40, but even then, no, lower than that would be ideal. I don't think they're going to get the runway 
to to be able to fix everything. I think they're gonna drop this sixty nope. and maybe one piece of DLC and then call it a day. Yep. Because they gotta and get. I, think I guess so apparently too. they they're supposed to be doing a couple, adding a couple characters to the game. But I think as soon as they do that, patch it for sixty. Woo. They're out of there onto the next thing. I mean that's yeah. I mean that's just Arcane's kind of track record in general though. Like they usually do one piece of DLC and then they move on. Like that's what they did with the Dishonored games. That's what they did with Prey. Um, they didn't do any DLC for Deathloop, but like usually they do like the game, a DLC, and then move on. So I wouldn't be surprised, but this is unfortunate because this being a more multiplayer focused game, I guess you would hope for more. But I think you're right, mm-hmm. Adrian. I think they might stay with their normal trend and be like, oh, we'll just make it work. Yep. We'll get it to a working state and maybe give you a little extra, and then we're like deuces, we're out of here. Then they're just <laughs> gonna they're gonna leave to their next IP. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my honest take, four out of ten overall. Oof. But if you play it with friends, maybe six. a six to seven. Okay. Playing it with friends, six to seven. Playing by yourself. Wouldn't even pull it off the shelf. Dang. Crazy. Well, Sad. Say me. Thank, you for, thank you for doing that for us. Thank you uh, for suffering. Yeah. Lord knows was, I wasn't doing it. <laughs> that was 35 hours that I wasted on Jeez that. Jeez Louise. Oh. And I was, try, I was trying to actively like do all the side stuff too. I wanted oh, to give okay, an okay. honest, honest opinion. Like I didn't want to come in here and just be like, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I wanted to like really dig into like some of the things that were that bothered me about it and things that I enjoyed about it. I know that was very chaotic, that review, but it just, no, it, the game itself was chaotic. So there wasn't really a place to stand on. Yeah. I get you. No, we, we appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. And (laughs) thanks for taking that bullet for us. Now I feel like I need to like Venmo you 15 bucks for your game pass subscription for the month or something (laughs) just to like, for for your time, 35 hours. Like, oof. I know we talked about Uh, it before. I, I canceled my game pass as well. So we're good. All right. That's closing out (laughs) after I, after I took the proverbial shot in the mouth from that (laughs) stupid game. (laughs) Oh man. Well, thank you so much, Selks, for joining us here and sharing your thoughts on that. And yeah, I think honestly, I think that's probably like our first like official game review we've ever given. So I appreciate it. Like we've had like I feel like we've had Nate Fletcher on before and he talked about something he played, but I don't think he finished the game. So uh, thank you, Selks, for just going way beyond and sharing that with us here. And and uh, I told you I I was playing it. You guys are like, you're going to you want to come on the show and talk about it. I was like, well, that I'm finishing this thing (laughs) that's awesome i want to make sure i give an honest opinion and i think i justifiably did that absolutely we appreciate it dude all right well thank you all so much for watching and listening this show this week we appreciate each and every one of you guys who uh take the time out of your week to consume our content so um we appreciate it uh if you know while you're at it uh if you wouldn't mind sharing this with a friend just if everyone sent it to one friend uh, you know, we double our viewership. So think about just one friend who you could send this over to who might be interested in Redfall, might be interested in get Xbox Game Pass. Who knows? They can maybe learn something from the, our, the news story we talked about or from uh, this Redfall review. Uh, if you want to support us even further. Review. Yeah. No, that was a good review. That was a great <laughs> review. There's nothing wrong with that. You even had a 10 point scale that you use. It's great. <laughs> um, if you want to support us further and helping us, uh, um pay for future game pass subscriptions if they ever put out a decent game if we want to or just qu- game purchases outright just, <laughs> or just game purchases, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can support us over there starting at just a buck a month. We appreciate all of you folks who support us over there uh, each and every month there. Um, and you get some cool perks. So it's not like you're just throwing us money into the into the nether. You know, you get uh, shout outs on the show. You can get our show notes. You can pitch us segments for the show. If you want a more tangible, physical good when supporting us, go over to sgbstore.com where you can uh, buy some merch. We got t-shirts, we got mugs, we got stickers. Think about swinging over there. And then you could not only get a sick t-shirt, but it'll make it so much easier to share with your friends your love for Super Gamer Boys. So it's just, you know, perfect conversation starter. So think about hitting over there, getting some sweet merch. W.GG, remember you can use our code SGB to get 10% off your order and we get a little bit of a kickback. So that's another way to support the show and you get some good energy drink that's not going to, you know, kill you. Um, rate review us where, I mean, you know, is caffeine good for us anyways? Who knows? We'll find out when we're dead. Uh, <laughs> no, people know. People, people know there's been studies done. Yeah, it's uh, not ideal, Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's good to oh, wake us up. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, rate and review us where you can. Uh, if you're over on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe over there. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. And even Spotify. I think you can leave reviews over there now, too. So leave us reviews. That helps tremendously. The thumbs up, the comments, the su- subscriptions on YouTube. It's free to subscribe on YouTube. So think about doing that. Helps our channel tremendously. Shout out to Jack Sriracha again and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Find them on Apple Music and Spotify. You can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. Uh, I'm over on Twitter and Instagram at gmorelang. Adrian, where can the fine folks find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy. And Selks, where uh, can the people find you during the week? Right now, the only place you can find me is twitch.tv slash selkies. Don't have anything else set up. (laughs) Sweet. Uh, And uh, we'll have that link in the description on YouTube and podcast. So if you're like, how do you spell selkies? That's a very good question. And honestly, I'll probably have to Google it later, too. So uh, (laughs) so look forward (laughs) for that link and make sure to go give him a follow. Help him get back to affiliate. Uh, Be one of the 14,000 bots. But real, no, not, but no. no. Oh, okay. You, you don't want. Don't more. do that. You don't want don't more be bots. The bots. Okay, don't be bots. <laughs> no bots. Go, go follow them, but be a real person. No, no, yeah. no bot raids. Um. All right, Adrian. That's it. Go ahead and take it away. Sounds like a plan. Selks, you've been great. Hey. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us, and uh, giving us that in-depth look at Redfall. Because Lord knows we weren't going to do it, but yeah, we hope I, you had a good time. Hanging out with us for for the little bit, and uh, you know, doors always open. If you ever feel like uh, stopping on by, just let us know. Oh, it's been a treasure, man. I'm just happy to finally be on the show. We've talked <laughs> We've about, about it like three or years. four times. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy to finally be on. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. You guys are good people, so it's good to be on. I appreciate that. Just like we appreciate all of you out there in Radio Land or Video Land or wherever you're uh, tuning in from. Every listen, every share, it helps out, helps us keep growing and and keep our numbers going up, even though that's not the focus. It's always cool to see more people jumping on the bandwagon and and rocking with us and enjoying what we do. Uh, So uh, until next time, we are the Super Gamer Boys. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Four out of ten. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was some stinky gameplay. Yeah.